On this week's Zimbabwean Perspective cast, we talk about the hashtag Zimbabwean Lives Matter movement, last week's American Congress hearings for tech companies and what our government should and shouldn't learn from that, the TikTok acquisition issues and all the problems and interesting facts that that's been bringing up, and some smartphone news such as the Galaxy Note 20s and of course the Google Pixel 4a. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this new episode of the Zimbabwean Perspective Cast. Uh, it's been a while, to say the least. It has definitely been a while. The world's been a crazy place, and we've been trying to keep pace with it. We will apologize for being gone for such a long time, but well, we, we actually have tried to record in other weeks, but especially in this coming week, we just had to make sure that we were definitely here. So... Today's a bit special. I get to be joined by two people, not just from the TZP team, but two very good friends of mine. Uh, and that would be Mr. Tanashe. Mr. Tanashe, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you, man? I'm great. And yeah. also the amazing, interesting, and sometimes a little elusive Miss Tapio Nashe. Mr. Biwa, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. You said my surname wrong. Of course I did. I just realized that. Please, do help me. <laughs> it's Tapio Nashimanombo. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> yeah, I told you. She's she's elusive. This is why I forget, I forgot people. Yeah, I couldn't find her for years. Okay, tried to book her for months in advance. <gasps> Had to. It's, it's yeah. what I have to deal with. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad everyone's in a good mood today because you know we're we're gonna get pretty deep into some stuff because uh, starting off with I think we we we're gonna run through some things starting off with the big news for Zimbabwe as far as technology, social media, online, and so on is concerned, which is the Zimbabwean Lives Matter movement and generally online protesting as a whole and freedom of speech and all these implications that it's had with Zimbabwe as a people. We'll uh, move into some other news such as American Congress hearings for some of the biggest tech companies in the world that happened last week and dive into some other more mundane in comparison tech news, you know, your gadget stuff and product announcements and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I think starting off with especially the Zimbabwean Lives Matter thing. Uh, quick rundown, I guess, just for anyone who somehow might not know what this is. Uh, with the situation in Zimbabwe being incredibly tense as an understatement, um, protesting and Zimbabweans expressing their frustrations with the government, with the economy, with everything, has of course been limited to say the least and uh this week after what seemed like a failed uh mass protest last week this week suddenly zimbabweans were up in arms online expressing sharing talking about everything that was going on in the country and everything that they definitely had issues with in a hashtag zimbabwean lives matter movement and, well, we wrote an article about it, talking about how it essentially sort of shifted the battleground 
from obviously protesting in the streets to protesting online, partially, of course, due to COVID-19. And yeah, I think really you guys can talk about your thoughts from there before we dive into anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, pretty interesting. Think... Go ahead. No, you can, you can go ahead. I'll just <laughs> Right. I was going to say, um, it's pretty interesting for me, you know, to see it all unfold because um, I just feel at this point, Melbourne's a court between a rock and a hard place. You know, if you take to the streets, you are pretty much sacrificing your life. And, but then social media has um, traditionally very little impact in, in, in terms of changing anything in, in, in Zimbabwe. So um, while it's commendable and to have such um, huge traction and get maybe, I would say, such international attention for once, I don't, I'm, I'm a bit skeptical still of how, of if, um, of whether it's actually going to change anything. I mean, the attention is definitely a good sign and, you know, a step towards the right direction. But I just don't know. Um, I, I wouldn't want... Um, well, yeah, I, I don't know if if it's enough to actually affect the change that needs to, to happen in the country. Mm-hmm. So, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, Tanasha, what are your thoughts on this, man? actually thinking along the same lines. I mean, it is a very commendable movement seen by the Zimbabwean citizens, but thing is, as loud as we can be on Twitter and any other social media platform, it's very hard to get our story or get our problems across to the administration or the government of Zimbabwe in this case, because if it was difficult to get across a movement on the streets, what will make it different online? If you can understand what I'm trying to say is, if a physical protest or, or the, the protest in the road protest didn't work properly last time we tried, how will online protests or online movements uh, bring a, bring across the problems the Zimbabweans are facing? I understand it is a very commendable movement, but I don't think it's the solution we need right now. Because, look at this, most of the people in our country don't even know there's an online movement. It's only the better half of Zimbabwe that's trying to to put this across, but the nation at large is not part of this movement as well. So a very commendable movement, but I do not think it is something that is viable for Zimbabweans right now. That's my take. Okay, okay. Look, I actually understand this, and I understand definitely the take you're you guys are both bringing which is it's a big move but how big of a move really is it right like we've made some yeah. strides but you know how far is that going to take that and exactly the way i'm looking at it is more of looking at this okay <laughs> uh sort of mission statement i'm sorry i'm i'm sort of selling tzp here which is essentially just looking at <laughs> Zimbabwean lives, right, and how technology affects them. And the thing about that is, whether we like it or not, there's definitely the element of, um, what's it called, of 
just what this has brought, right? Thinking about it, I don't know. Look, you know Zimbabwe. You know our history. You know where we've been. Or at least some most people probably listening to this probably know where we've been, which is 10 years ago, we might not have been able to make this noise. It's a fact. We really might not have had that capability because most of us weren't really online yet, right? And yeah. now we are. And I'm not saying that this is suddenly going to solve everything because I feel like this is Zimbabwe. It's a country. Countries are never going to have an easy fix, especially countries with yeah. the problems that ours has. But, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I get that. Mm. My, my thing, though, is, you know, especially with um, social media activism, is that, first of all, you're absolutely right in saying that 10 years ago, not that many, we didn't have that many Zimbabweans on, you know, on social platforms as much as we have today. Of course. And even then, <clears throat> relatively speaking, it's still not enough because most of the people are in, you know, the major cities and Zimbabwe is not just Harare or just Mulawayo. It's, it's, it's still the majority, and lot, which is yeah, and a very, exactly. and a very significant population of Zimbabweans lives in rural places or small towns where internet is not really readily accessible. I mean, right now, data prices are, you know, ridiculous. And even the people in the big cities are having quite a challenge accessing that. So, AKA me, just saying, including me. Most probably, some people, as this hashtag was, you know, trending and stuff, quite a few people might have missed it because they just could not have, you know, they didn't have the access to the internet. So, to as much as... Frank, even. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. To be frank, even in my household, I'm, pro- I'm probably mm. the only person. We all have internet access, but I'm probably the only person who knows about hashtags involved in life matters. My sister was actually talking to me today in the kitchen. She was asking me what this movement was all about. So you see, it's not <laughs> exactly. only the people yeah, in the yeah, rural yeah. areas that are yeah, not and it happened. putting this hashtag across. Even the people in major towns as well. Yeah, and it happened two days ago. And my thing is... Yeah. It's commendable, as we keep saying. It's it's amazing that, you know, for, well, I was going to say for once, but I kind of feel like Zimbabwe has been on the international radar for quite some time. But it's, I, I don't know what the issue is. And also the fact that um, right now people kind of have like a savior mentality, like we're just waiting. Can somebody please come and save us from this issue we are facing? And... I don't know, man. For me, it's just like, I, I don't feel like that's going to happen. Like, if anything is going to change in Zimbabwe, it's most likely, or change for the better, it's most likely supposed to come from Zimbabwe itself. And that's a harsh thing to think of, you know, because nobody is there yet. Like, we really don't know. Which goes back to my point of being caught between a rock and a hard place, because it's yeah it's difficult yeah yeah yeah. but that's not knocking the movement though that's not knocking the movement i when i saw it i was pretty um i would say excited but i you know there's some relief that comes with seeing people from other nations and knowing something is is wrong at least yeah 
Oh, oh, okay. I, I, I definitely get that. And again, I agree with the limited capability of like what this can actually do. What I am also thinking about it is just like how you said, uh, Tapio, is that um, here's the biggest thing, right? Which is people in urban areas, which essentially in Zimbabwe are essentially more privileged areas, to be honest, are the ones which are really making any sort of effort with this. And there are the ones who actually have access to be able to go online and make this noise. But, well, that's now the big shift in general in Zimbabwe that has happened, which is with technology, which has come with the advent of the internet, which is still technically growing and so on. One thing that's also come is definitely the big divide between people in urban areas and people in rural areas. So what I'm trying to say is, I'm Clint, I'm a, you know, early 20s college student who thinks of starting a tech podcast and a tech site. My contemporary who maybe lived in the rural area for most of his life and maybe has only started moving into urban areas because of university, he doesn't have those same, most of them don't have those same ideas. He or she doesn't have that same idea because that simple exposure that I was able to handle a phone when I was 13 or 14 years old, even if it wasn't my phone, but I was able to put my hands on it, see what the internet does and so on. It made a huge difference in how I think, what I'm exposed to, what I think makes a difference or what I think matters. And that huge divide is definitely there and is a problem that actually does need to get addressed at some point as a country. But I would say even if that is the case, there's also the other thing that we need to consider, which is um, change or at least some version of a movement for a country needs to start somewhere. And I feel like whilst definitely bigger mass political movements will require all Zimbabweans, rural or urban, wherever they live, or whatever kind of exposure they have, there is some work that can obviously just be done and does need to be started by people who are in, again, more urban and more privileged. I keep saying privileged because really there are a lot of advantages, even if right now (laughs) the economy and coronavirus and so on has kind of tipped some of those scales out of balance a bit, but they're definitely just privileges and forms of exposure that we have in these areas that other people don't have. And in the same way that, um, sorry, any larger movement tends to start from people with more access and get spread to people with less access. This is the same way. So whilst not everyone in Zimbabwe is ever going to be treating hashtag Zimbabwean Lives Matter. Whatever noise or whatever discourse that may start now might eventually get to other parts of the country. I think that's the point. That's what matters. And really for me, what matters more is now the advent of the internet, of course, allowing more and more free speech. And now more and more Zimbabweans getting engaged to actually engage, to actually talk about free speech, which is interesting and crazy considering this is the same year where the government has talked about wanting to monitor social media 
more than a few times now, but hey, yeah. better late than never, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and slowing down internet speed and things like that. So, I mean, it's also because more and more Zimbabweans are relying on the internet for you know their livelihoods. So, yeah, especially in when, this year where we all have to work from home and stuff, we definitely have to rely yeah. on it. Yeah, so when that's also being compromised, it's like, guys, come on, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, <laughs> People so, have to make noise somewhere. Tinashe has to make noise somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I understand. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something to think about. Okay, uh, personally speaking, I will say this. Uh, to everyone hearing this, Zimbabwean or otherwise... Uh, you still feel you need to express something online about your freedoms as a human being? Do that. Doesn't matter how far you think it'll go. Okay, everyone has to say that. That's just the basis of speech. That's why it exists. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's I don't know. That's my takeaway. You guys are definitely, definitely right to yeah. say yours. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page as well. If you feel like you need to say something online, go ahead. Even if it doesn't change anything, but it will change someone else who is able to make the, to make the changes or the progress you need. Exactly. And not you necessarily, but someone else might, might act on it. Exactly. So you never know. <sighs> just aim, aim, for this, aim for the moon, my dear stuff. Did you just reference a Pop yeah. Smoke album? You totally just referenced the pop smoke album. Oh, no, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man! Come on, man! It's, it's, you're not, you're not relatable to the average Zimbabwean. Like, hello, somebody from Gokwe is probably not listening to pop smoke. You no, no, I mean? that's that's fine. Nah, can, I can make a venture nah. reference. Just saying. <laughs> I can, I can totally make it and joke it. When it's required, just 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 let me know. Okay, I'm right there, right there. But uh, okay. So uh, yeah, moving on to I think our second issue today, uh, which would be last week American Congress uh essentially had hearings for pretty much four of the biggest tech companies in the world. It was Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon. And you know what? Nah, I, I explained the last one. So, I don't know. Tanasha, you want to explain this one? Or what you got from it and we continue from there? Uh, sure thing, man. Well, it seems like uh, uh, America has, has been noticing some, some transgressions and the full big tech companies you mentioned earlier, which is Facebook, Google, Apple, Amazon, and uh-huh. they've been highlighting some aspects where the problems in terms of how the data, the customer data is used and how it's being used against customers and in most cases, obviously, how these big corporates are, like, how they are taking over small smaller companies or even taking over the smaller projects and making them their own 
for instance, we can dive deeper into Facebook. Pretty much, Facebook has been collecting data from ever since it started, and this data is somewhere used against, like the user data is somewhere used against the the users in terms of like the the trends, what they like and what they love doing, and this data is sorry. Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry. This data is sorry. Anyway, what I'm saying is America then decided to sit down and, you know, just break down how to handle situations like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, you can... I mean, that whole situation is actually very interesting. It's, it's, it's really just a case of different forms of monopoly. And it's, 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 it's interesting because these are four very different companies. Yes, they all sort of fall under tech but it's very different right amazon biggest thing is at least being an online store pretty much online re- retail there's also things like amazon web services of course but uh yeah mainly that google um search android that's sort of their big thing apple of course apple devices right software and hardware facebook a social network but all of these four companies are monopolists in their own right and all those different forms of monopoly right right now are essentially crippling some part of either American businesses or the lives of American people. And not just American people, to be honest, because, I mean, okay, start with Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Exactly. Facebook is Facebook, okay? <laughs> yeah, sure, our feeds and so on might be different, but I'm using the same Facebook as someone in the U.S. is. I've used the same Amazon as someone in the U.S. As I use the same Google. We use the same iPhones or Macs. So it's, what's crazy is you've got, um, what's it called, Facebook's big thing being essentially what Tinashe was talking about, which is uh, they pretty much step on the little guy. You're a company, you're starting some kind of social platform. that buy everyone out. Exactly. And this is funny because just yesterday they announced Reels, which is like a TikTok competitor. It's not on its own app. It's essentially like an integration into Instagram. But yeah, because TikTok is kind of in trouble with the U.S. government right now, Facebook is like, well, yeah. there's our chance, boys. And exactly. They're <laughs> literally... Also, also, you, can, to yeah, you can't blame them for noticing that. Yeah, no, continue. <laughs> Alright, you can't blame them for noticing that that, that niche in the market because obviously if Facebook starts something like this, everyone is going to hop onto it. So I actually commend them for starting it, although it is not a very admirable way of doing business, but it's, 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 it's not all bad. Well, here's the thing. In terms of Facebook. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, I don't know, Gummy, you want to say something first before I like go back to this? No, I was just going to say, um, actually, I wanted to say quite a lot of things, and then I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, um, it tends to happen sometimes, you know, when your brain is just like firing away. But, I mean, well, for the one thing, sometimes I kind of feel like, isn't it a little, you know, too little, too late for them to try and rein them in now? Because they've gotten so big. I mean, well, that's... literally, yeah, Google, yeah. Google is like, when when someone thinks of the internet, Google is like the first thing they will think of, and that's, you that's go true. on, 
you go on Google first, like that's your first stop when you're trying to go somewhere on the internet or trying to do pretty much anything unless you're, you know, um, if you're talking about Apple, then you're probably going to be talking about Safari in terms of search engines and things like that. But it's it's like, for me, so on, the one, on the one hand, I just feel like it's you know, too little, too late. They should have sort of tried to rein them in earlier. But then on the other side, it's like better late than never. You know, um, now that they see that this could be an issue, um, it's good that they're, you know, getting on it now. And I guess it's, it's um, I would commend the, the what, what they called the Congress, the panel. I, I don't know. Congress, mainly. It was Congress, then, there was a um, panel from Congress, to put it in simple terms, yeah. Yeah, the panel from Congress, yeah. So they, um, they, they did, you know, ask more intelligent questions this time than the <laughs> ones they asked. Yeah. Than the ones they were asking, you know, on Facebook the, the last time. Can you turn so, on my phone? Can you fix my smartphone? <laughs> yeah, so, so it looks like they have, you know, this time they actually did their research <clears> and they educated themselves on how these things work. And so, yeah, um, I think that's why it's sort of, more, it gives, it puts Congress in a good light this time. But well, then, um, as, yeah. as, as you were, um, you know, with trying to bring it back to, you know, this important context where we have, you know, monopolies of our own, it's like, I don't know, honestly speaking, if the way the world is set up right now, it's like um, the strongest wins, right? And that's <laughs> kind of like, so you're saying capitalism is inevitable. This is the law of the jungle, you know, like, yeah, that's the law of the jungle, you know, well, the strongest will survive. Well, it, it depends. Well, kind of, well, even though it's too late, or well, even though it's too late to, 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 to implement any changes in these big monopolies, well, it's not too late to implement new policies that can govern the way they do things. Exactly. Especially yeah, with data collection and manipulation of data. Exactly. So I think it was more of a move of implementing new policies and and yeah, and making making like making good on those policies. Data. True. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not knocking at all. I'm actually definitely for for that. I mean, you shouldn't let companies. I think monopolies in general shouldn't be. So you need to have you know health competition so that. The customer or the user is, in the end, is the one who gets to decide what they can use. Like right now, I don't have much, um, much choice in terms of like, if if you're shopping online, you dip, the first thing that comes into mind is Amazon. You know, uh, you're not exactly. thinking about about anything else. You know, and then competition is stifled almost on a daily. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you know um, regulating companies so that they don't grow wings and start thinking they they run things but um yeah i I just think it should um or at least zimbabwe could take you know learn and like get in on this quicker without actually you know the yeah without getting into encroaching into the territory of like um big hearings and so on yeah, and and um, stepping on people's rights or things like that. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, maybe just to bring it back, like just a little bit. 
here's what I think we need to definitely consider here. Uh, this is all sort of, I don't know, economics, whatever, business 101, if you want to call it that. But essentially, the concept of a free market, right, is yeah. meant to say that uh, essentially, sorry, concept of a free market essentially means this. If uh, I'm seller number one, no matter how big I get and no matter how powerful I get, I should never get big or powerful enough that seller number two and seller number three can't actually operate anymore because seller number one essentially sets all the standards and all the rules of the market. Now, this is why each of these companies is a monopoly in very different ways, right? For Facebook, yes, being a social network. For Google, it was main. There's other things, but today it was mainly being, well, not today, but last week it was mainly being hounded over how it manages search. Uh, for Apple, it's how it manages its app ecosystem, which is actually a more new recent issue because it seemed like Apple was sort of a golden boy out of most of these troubles to some extent until a recent scandal with uh, the company Basecamp, I believe, where they essentially stopped Basecamp from updating their app from like a beta version to actually being the full working version because they wanted to force Basecamp into making their email app called hey use in-app purchases which would make them have to pay uh what's it called apple 30 percent of whatever revenue they make from those in-app purchases like their yeah. initial model didn't have that in them and uh-huh. apple was essentially low-key pushing them into a corner like you have to do this otherwise your app just simply won't work on the app store it's just what it is and well, Amazon's is the worst because Amazon. If you Amazon watch, the worst, if you I watch their hearing, like you notice there's yeah. this some Indian. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I know it was a woman who had like a small textbook selling company on Amazon. Like literally, you're feeding a family right now through this. Yeah. And Amazon, for some weird reason, trying to boost its own book business, just essentially was like, oh, yeah, um, you can't operate on Amazon anymore. Why? No answer. Can we please appeal this? No answer. And apparently for over 10 months, these people haven't sold a single book online because of that. And that's just crazy. And this is without going into the other stories, like Amazon's is known like i know this i've bought amazon basics okay i have usb cables from amazon k basics i have t-shirts from amazon basics and apparently amazon basics whole um business model is they essentially look at what's selling like it can be a pop socket or a phone cover or any it's not big things it's usually like probably products that are less than 50 dollars and they'll just be like oh that's selling um let's get manufacturing Sorry, let's get manufacturing that real quick and manufacturing will make a copy or essentially the same thing. But Amazon being Amazon will sell it a little cheaper and due to them owning the site, they'll recommend that more and so on. So you're likely to buy that more than these businesses for likely people who are struggling because I imagine there's no one who's a billionaire out of selling small USB cables. It's a fact. No, no one is like 
that rich from that. I'm sorry, but that's likely the case. That's true. And Amazon is like, oh yeah, yeah that guy who's barely making ends meet. Yeah, I'm gonna chop his legs just so that I make I get a few more dollars. And is that where Audible started? Well, I don't think that's how Audible started, but hey, if they're pushing Audible and I don't know, decreasing any other ebooks or sorry, any other audio books on Amazon, I wouldn't be surprised. Are there actually other audiobooks? I don't know. Um, I would have wow. to check. But yeah, it's it's crazy non-competitive. I mean, it's so crazy that they're stealing ideas from their startup fund. Like, apparently. Or at least oh, allegedly. Have we heard that before? Econet! Okay, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is... <laughs> we owe you. <laughs> you didn't have to. Allegedly, guys. Allegedly, 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 Michael Jackson voice. Allegedly, <laughs> but yes. yeah. So none of those rumors were confirmed. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. But this is this is what I'm talking about now. In that, whether you like it or not, that this is the the thing that especially WOU is saying, which was these guys have gotten too big. Yes, they've gotten too big, but that's. There's a thing about monopolies. They will get as big as they possibly can. And the idea is that when they get that big, it essentially scares everyone off. Like, well, what can you do, right? So that you don't challenge them anymore. But they have to be put in check. They have to be controlled, at least to some extent. So I'm not a U.S. senator, so I'm not walking around saying, break up Facebook, blah, blah, blah. But definitely break up their data managing policies because those are still being used in a messed up way i mean facebook being facebook is so crazy it messed up an election okay when you can mess up an election yeah that is the definition of too much power Yeah, yeah yeah that is the definition of too much power so even what i was talking about and what you guys have already really said which is zimbabwe yeah, it's not that bad because I mean the title of this was what our government can learn from that and why they shouldn't have that big hearing yet. And why they shouldn't have it is simple. We do have monopolies. We have a lot. Zimbabwe is actually a company that's arguably full of monopolies, right? Econet when it comes to most of your network connectivity etc etc type of stuff especially if you start to consider their stake or at least strive masiwa's stake and partial ownership of liquid telecoms and so on and you start to realize how much of the internet is essentially influenced by econet here then you've got non-tech based industries okay for fast food you've got inscore they pretty much run the game here for beverages it's delta and well, I mean, in school, it was taken over by Simbisa Brands. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like partially, but it was like, yeah, but that's still sort of a, how can we say this? It's like the Econet and Cassava no, I, thing, I get, yeah. which is like, no, I, I, they I get, split it up that. so that essentially you don't become a monopoly, but you sort of still are because it's sort of still just oh. the same guys. You get it? So, oh, what I'm trying to say is, what our country should learn is definitely just the general practice of checking monopolies, just the general practice of keeping these companies who seem larger than life in check because this is what messes up markets. Just look at how data has gone right now. Okay, 
this whole data skyrocketing thing comes from mainly Econet going like, well, we're a public, sorry, we're a publicly trading company. Uh, we need to meet our investors' demands, so prices go up. But because Econet decides prices go up, Teleso and Edwin decide, oh, Econet's prices have gone up? Guys, oh. we can totally raise our prices up now. So let, let's do that right now, please. And yeah, it, it's a um, mess. Uh, sorry? It yeah. is. No, it is a mess. And I, I definitely concur. I'm just, I just um, worry that where the country is at right now, you know, it's, um, it's a bit tricky to, um, well, obviously we would implore the government to have like proper regulations that um, rein in these monopolies that they don't, you know, grow long tails and start know doing whatever they want with the prices and stuff but also um there is a fine line between um regulation and suppression and from you know from what i read and the stuff that happens in Zimbabwe sometimes regulation sort of leads towards um suppression on the part of you know whatever governing bodies that are in Zimbabwe right now so um, while it's important that we, you know, we have that, I'm still a, a bit wary of trusting um, our government, government the, our specific government at this point in time to actually carry out regulation properly and not try to use regulation as a way of um, suppressing things. You're not wrong. You are not wrong yeah. at all. Uh, especially right now, times are more tense with all the craziness going on. Look, I won't lie. This isn't like the most immediate thing that the Zimbabwean government has to do. Trust me, there's yeah, a much yeah, bigger yeah. list of more important things. Like, literally. Yeah. But this would be priority number 15. 15? I was going with 100. But okay, yeah. let's, let's, let's say 15,000. Sure. No, it's still very important. It's still high up there, I, I feel. I believe because, like, you know, as we said, free markets are very important. Small players in Zim, which is right now... Most people. It's kind of like a... Yeah, it's a country of small players and then monopolies. So we need, as soon as possible, to have our markets opened up for the little guys to actually have something put out there and jobs created and things like that because... I don't think right now um, companies like Econet or Delta still have like, the capacity to create exciting um, new innovations or jobs and stuff. Yeah, of course they have uh, they have the means to do it. No, but, but they, they I, really I, don't have the capacity. I kind of feel yeah, I kind of feel like innovation is happening at the grassroots level in Zimbabwe right now, and so yeah, it's happening in the homes. Yeah, the sooner we have that opened up and the sooner we have um, companies and all this regulation taking place properly, the better, which is why I said priority number 15, not 15,000, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but then I guess that's just like the entrepreneur or, well, not really an entrepreneur, but I just, I, ju I just would like to see more businesses thrive as quickly as possible because, you know, then there's more money circulating and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Well, we definitely will 
I have to see if anyone will bother to listen to this. You know what? I'm adding portraits for, for this episode. I'm totally adding them. Like, yo, this is how y'all should do your job. Okay, this not not picking a fight with Egonet whenever you're told by whoever tells you to do it because obviously you're not calling your own shots. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the sooner they do it, the better for everybody involved. But do it with actual regulation in mind and not, you know, sup- suppression as I is I calling it because it's it's that would be whack. Yeah. To use an outdated term. Of course. Yeah. I don't know, Sinaji. Any other thoughts? No, I really, I'm, I'm actually thinking the same as as uh, Tapio is thinking. Less suppression and more regulation is what we need right now. And you'll find with Zimbabwe, our most, most of our problems come from the political side. And with with what's going on right now, I do not think it is viable to to approach our problems through the political side. But if if like the smaller businesses can just come out and act, yeah, probably it will probably like lessen, you know, stiffen, it will like lessen the, the, the you know, what can I say? <clears throat> it will make it easier for the citizens to create jobs for each other, rather than mm-hmm. that, rather than to attack our government from the political side, but create opportunities I mean- for some as well. I mean, we, I, I, I our problems are very political, and I feel like we should avoid that area in order to make progress. Because attacking the government right now is has not given us any results, and but I, I, and I is, feel like it's not a it's not you know mutually exclusive. Like maybe we have to do both. I feel, and maybe that's like a tall order. But I guess it has to be done in stages, perhaps. Yeah, it probably has to be done. Look, I, I'm no activist. I, I wouldn't know how things should go. So I'm, I could only speak from um, observation. And I kind of feel like right now, Zimbabweans have worked hard from the time I was born. All I've seen from Zimbabweans is hustle. And when you're thrown, you know, a whole basket of lemons, you know, by the government and suddenly, um, you know, there's bearer checks. People just try and work around it. They're like, what can we do? That's, you know, the government and they try to work around it. And then, you know, they, the people sort of introduce this dollarization type of, you know, situation in the country. And then, lo and behold, years later, it's like one notes, same thing, you know? So, it's, um, People have been hustling, and I wouldn't. Uh, while I get your your point, where it's like attacking the government and just focusing on you know, just politics, politics over time might not be the best solution, maybe. But I do feel that uh, it's equally important to to talk about the uh, the political side as well as the economic side, and like focus on. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, basically what I'm saying is don't try to be an activist. Focus <laughs> on being an entrepreneur and like work, you know, be an entrepreneur. And then if that you're an activist, don't try. Yeah, if you're an activist, 
be an activist, you know what I mean? Like, stay in your lane, but work with the common good of making the country, uh, you know, improve. No, I, I, I understand it. I, I understand it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's the get, constant... Yeah, I where you're coming from. It's, it's the constant Zimbabwean... What can we call it? Not, not struggle, but challenge, which is... How long are you going to keep, I don't know, looking at what the problem is? And it's not like the problem isn't there. It is. But, you know, at some point, you're just going to have to do whatever you're meant to do, regardless of that problem existing, I guess. Yeah, and you've also got to, like still need to acknowledge that the problem is there and we can't just keep working around because this is where the frustration is coming from right now in Zimbabwe with the whole Zim lives matter and things like that. It's people have been trying to work around, you know, um, terrible government policies since, you know, for decades now, people have always been working around something has happened. Okay, fine, we, you know, you, you try like in if I'm going to use the vernacular, I don't know what you say. That has been <laughs> happening yeah. for decades. So um, to ignore the fact or to try and turn a blind eye and just keep, just focus on, you know, getting your own is pretty hard because if you can't get your own. There's limits to it. And tomorrow the government can come up with another crazy policy that will render your little hassle that you thought would be profitable yesterday pretty much useless today true and you have exactly. to start again and yeah yeah and you have to start again so i mean it has to be attacked from both sides you have to attack is not the word i use um, it has to be confronted i don't know that's the better word yeah um, that sounds better <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. you have to confront the issue from from two from both sides economic that's what i'm saying yeah Entrepreneurs stay entrepreneurs, don't like, you know, try and... But at the same time, work together, I think. There there needs to be that level. Entrepreneurs, activists, whoever else is out there, you know, pull your weight together. Yeah, you work together for the common good, like, you know, there's different pieces to, you know, how, you know, the clock or whatever it is, like, you just... Yeah, I guess y'all understand what I'm <laughs> And hopefully our listeners do too. No, nah, this is this is this is a lot, man. Yeah. I mean I thought we were just going to talk about tech or something, but <laughs> this is this is what <laughs> I prefer when it's actually like a proper discussion and everyone's really bringing out what's on their mind. But yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to this and you know what nah let's go back to this we have to totally keep going back to this this is definitely what oh, Zimbabwe man. has to realize right now yeah I mean that, that's, that's just what I think I hope I don't get in trouble <laughs> well apparently freedom of speech is not always freedom and don't worry, I got you. I got you. I think I've got a place. I've got places to hide, and my places to hide. Oh, I mean, wow. we both get on a bus to South Africa and flee to where Tapio's living. But hey, let's let's oh, not. Oh my gosh. Let's let's are not. Are you free or are you dog? That's the question. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. Says that's Zimbabwe. Yeah. 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 Yeah
But uh, okay, let's definitely roll it way back and talk about simpler things. Okay, let's <laughs> talk about much simpler things. Uh, let's see, what was it now? Two days ago? Um, it's actually been a week with some minor uh, tech news, but uh, here's, here's what I'm really going to pick up. Um, sort of just run through everything and finish this up. Uh, let's see. The TikTok thing, we kind of already mentioned it. Uh, U.S. government definitely wants TikTok to be sold, or at least the U.S. division of TikTok to be sold, because the U.S. government does not like the effect that uh, TikTok is having, A, on young American teens and kids, which I understand. I mean, this was partially the same as the problem that Google was having in that conversation, which is if you guys are manipulating search results, you're technically manipulating someone's experience of the internet so you're kind of controlling what information they have you know access to and tiktok is very different in i mean it's very similar actually in that it's algorithms and it's you know your feed and so on all of that is technically run by some algorithm and americans do not like the fact that that algorithm is probably designed and you know uh put together in china technically by ByteDance, which is the company that owns this and ByteDance was trying to do things to like get them out of the way like they hired a former disney executive like they're trying to make tiktok seem as american as possible but the u.s government is like nope not having it trump is essentially pushing for tiktok to be sold and the craziest part is the company which seems to be in the running to buy tiktok the most is none other than drum roll please microsoft what now? It's, it's the craziest thing ever, right? It's like it's like your old, very formal, not old, but like very formal and very business-like uncle. Microsoft wants a piece of TikTok. Yeah, not wants a piece. Essentially wants TikTok, period. Oh, right? oh. Yeah, and especially this week, they were like, well, we, we don't really just want the American division. We want TikTok, TikTok, period. So it's crazy to think that like, the company that's known for Windows, Microsoft Office, well, now LinkedIn, sort of, and Skype. And sure, there's Xboxes, but let's put Xbox aside. These are the other things that it's known for. And it's like, oh, yeah, we also want to add, you know, dances and people being social media creators and all those funny videos you watch. That's Microsoft. <laughs> it's it's, it's nice. No, they're very good with software, though. I mean, they've actually shifted more towards software in the past, like, few years. Like, sure, there's Surface and there's Xbox. Yes, that's, that's the main reason. The shift has been, like, it's a recent shift, but you, you, I would actually be more comfortable with a company like Facebook doing this. Although Dude, what? Not, How could you be? No, that's the last no, person who should me, buy it. Listen, listen to me, listen no. to me. I would not be rooting no. for Facebook in this case, but... It will probably be the most uh, viable move because Facebook can do so much more with TikTok for the consumer. Yeah, like mine your data. Like mine your data. Look. I don't, I don't understand. Have you not no, been listening? I, 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 <laughs> I have been listening. No, this, this, I, I have been listening and I have actually made a contribution on Facebook and I was using the data. Well, but I'm looking at this 
I'm looking at this from TikTok's perspective. Look, if like which company is most experienced to buy you? I understand that. Exactly. But yeah. then okay. Facebook's experience is the look thing that's working against them the most. Well, okay, come on, dude, come on. Windows phones were years ago, okay? <laughs> Shut up, man. Uh, by the way, this is partially and being recorded on a Windows phone. I'm using a Windows phone as a mic right now, so just saying there were some useful things on those phones. And also, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. no, listen, I, mean, I am a, I am a user of TikTok. I use TikTok regularly, man. All right. And what you don't uh, want to see I, is an owned by Microsoft logo, like in the to, corner. I do, I, <laughs> I do not. I do not want to wake up in a few months' time hearing that TikTok will probably be shut down because we're having some software issues or there's some bugs. No, well, no, no. I, I don't think it's gonna be bugs. I was actually gonna say here's here's what people are scared of. This is Microsoft, yes, and their record has not always been great. I mean, here's what has been shut down by them recently: Mixer, which was their uh gaming streaming i i always have to differentiate between game streaming and gaming streaming sort of because the former is essentially you know streaming games from your pc or from a server somewhere to your phone or your tv or whatever so essentially streaming a game whilst gaming streaming is you know i'm playing a game and i'm streaming it on youtube or twitch or facebook gaming or whatever exactly. and exactly. mixer which was microsoft's big push for that recently just mm-hmm. it got shut down and microsoft is essentially moving all their resources sort of and making a deal to like move all their people to um facebook gaming and that pissed some people off and this is the main concern that people have which is like microsoft does have this thing of like social experiment software like if it's enterprise software like azure office that's awesome you always it's like a stamp that if microsoft makes it it's going to be great this is why the linkedin thing worked pretty well yeah. But um, on the other hand, TikTok, which is more social, people are scared that, I don't know, if Microsoft doesn't get what it wants out of it, in a few years' time, you hear them going like, oh, we're shutting down TikTok, or we're selling it to someone, and that's not great either. Honestly? Yes? I'm cool with that. I have to <laughs> enjoy another TikTok dance. I kid you not. <laughs> but, no, I'm just kidding. Um. I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know how to they feel about that right now, as long as it's not Facebook getting yet another social platform. No, here's actually the it's... funniest thing about that. Um, Facebook's experience and Facebook's past with acquiring other companies is the reason why they're not buying it. Like, they could... But it's like well, they know it's like it's it's like a it's a bomb. Of no, they they're only making reels because they're essentially look they're allowed but they're not allowed to buy what's it called? They're allowed but they're not allowed to buy TikTok. Like essentially, yeah. it's a case of like they could approach them, but they know that as soon as they do, U.S. Congress and even the EU probably is going to clamp down on them hard like you see antitrust monopolies this is what we're talking about you're already trying to yeah. take over everything so that's why they yeah. essentially left it and they're like you know what? we'll just make our own thing like yo make reels get will smith to put a video on reels and we'll try and see how many yeah. users we can get that's no that's literally like the the main reels thing is so far i've seen will smith and so you like wanna, you want to get will smith entangled in this is <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. 
But yeah, and so right now we're in the month of August. <laughs> really? <laughs> what is? <laughs> be professional, people. Be be. Prof- what is wrong with you? But um, yeah. So the TikTok thing is is it's crazy, man. And I don't know. So look, end goal is simple, okay? Uh, Microsoft buying TikTok is crazy, but that's the world we live in, and I don't know. We'll take that with a grain of salt. See how it goes. As long as TikTok isn't serving me business ads to use Microsoft Office or Azure, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Good luck with that. I don't know. Yeah, it might be a good thing. But uh, anyway, besides the TikTok thing, uh, (laughs) besides the TikTok thing, uh, the other big thing would be not big, but yeah. Okay, brushing over this really for the day. Yesterday, oh no, two days ago, was uh, Samsung's big other Note 20 event. Uh, here's my big takeaway from that. Samsung's trying to sort of make themselves a luxury brand. Or at least they're trying to make the notes and all the devices that came on that event sort of luxury-ish devices. Which is why all of them cost a crazy amount of money. Outside of maybe just one of the tablets, everything there is a little too expensive i mean the note 20 ultra is 1300 us dollars again 1300 us dollars i don't even know what that means like you can't i don't understand guys uh well not it's, it's crazy look for the note 20 ultra though i can sort of get it sort of because of how much they're trying to put extra into that phone but amusingly enough the normal note 20 is really a letdown and yet it's still going for a thousand dollars and yet we're living in which is going to be a segue i guess into the next thing which is our last bit of news for today which is um whilst samsung is putting out a phone with a normal 60 hertz display three cameras yes but that don't really seem too impressive to be honest uh, a battery yeah. that's not as big as a lot of much cheaper phones, and a body made of plastic, and selling for a thousand dollars. All the while, yeah, all the while, like exactly. It sounds like a ripoff. That's the normal oh. Note Twenty. Like the Note Twenty Ultra is actually pretty. It's it's attractive. I don't know if I like it, but I find it attractive, especially just because it looks like this almost jewelry like product because of the whole bronze finish and stuff yeah but the normal note 20 is just it's it's sad and then the craziest part is now on monday google released the pixel 4a this one is going for 350 dollars 350 with a camera that is probably going to be better than the normal note 20s at least and the same amount of memory as the normal Note 20. And, oh, yeah, it's also made of plastic. (laughs) So, how are you? I mean, of course, the Pixel 4a is not having some of the bells and whistles. Okay, it doesn't look as nice. The screen is not bezel-less or whatnot, but it's actually a lot smaller. I mean, a lot, yeah, the screen's a lot bigger, rather, and the bezels are a lot smaller. Uh, It still has a headphone jack, which I would pay extra for any day of the week. And it unfortunately doesn't have wireless charging or water resistance. But for 350 that's like 
that's arguably all the phone anyone needs. Great camera, good memory. Yeah, like what else? What else? What else do you want? Really? For most people. Yeah. You have six gigs of RAM, dude. The performance. Exactly. What you can run on this thing is you can you can run almost any other application you can run on your flagship. And your optimized flagship. Android software, pure Google optimized software, which is always perfect. Trust me. Yeah, y'all just came from saying Google needs to get, you know, to be reined in, and I would say it's always perfect. Okay, no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. Google needs to be reined in on how they're handling search, because that's literally manipulating the internet itself. That's just wrong. But what they're doing with Android phones, I'm I'm, I'm pretty cool with it. I've never had problems with that. Besides, I have the choice on Android phones, okay? If I really want to be... If I really want to be cut off from that, I can go to Huawei. Okay, it's cut off from Google services now. No, I mean, um, or at least in my, the thing with the whole Google Pixel thing, and this is just me speaking from a wannabe filmmaker's perspective, and, you know, with when you have devices that, that are pretty accessible and they actually give you a decent um, quality image, it's, it's something to be excited about, and they have, you know, all that memory as well. Even though it's not extendable, that's kind of a letdown. But it's and 128 it's gigs. So the yeah, normal Note 20 is giving you 128 bad, yeah. gigs and also non-expendable. Also non-expendable. Yeah, um, it's, which is not bad for a phone, and that's, that's fine. So I'm, I'm saying on that regard, from like a wannabe filmmaker's perspective, it is something to be excited about, especially, you know, comes in where things are, you know, your finances are a bit tight sometimes. Exactly. The cheaper, the cheaper you can get a good quality device, the better. But then, you know, like as you mentioned in the article, it would be pretty hard to get your hands on the Google Pixel phone in Zen. Which is the saddest thing. You know what? It's a cruel world, okay? That that is the oh, reminder of a cruel world. Like the market is probably needs that the most. Yeah, they are. But in fact, okay, look, here's the main point of all of this. Actually, the Pixel Four yeah. is thankfully joining good company this year. Last year, not really. This year, it's got the OnePlus Nord, which is five fifty for a phone that's. Honestly, almost in every way better than the normal Note 20. I'm sorry, I keep dumping on the Note 20, but it has to be dumped on. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to avoid because I'm a huge Samsung fan. I'm a Samsung fan too, but come on, the normal Note 20 is just a waste of time, man, and money. Like, the OnePlus Nord comes with a 90 hertz refresh rate screen. Uh, it has up to 256 uh, gigs of memory. It has 8 or 12 gigs of RAM. It... Yeah, and unfortunately, it also lacks a headphone jack, but it's honestly a flagship tier phone for $450. Now, next to that is the iPhone SE, which, look, I'm, I'm usually Captain Anti-Apple, but I'm not going to lie, that is one of the most attractive phones of the year. You've got what's essentially an iPhone 11's processor. And unfortunately, an iPhone 8's body, but with an iPhone 10R's camera... For well, the $400. fact that it looks like an, an iPhone 5 has, it just, just puts, it just puts off. <laughs> uh, I don't like the design. Look, of course, everyone, it's, just, it's a data design. Frank, just to be it's frank. It's a data design, but here's the thing. How many 
not even just Zimbabweans, how many people in general in Africa, especially, do you know who have an iPhone 6, 7, 8 right now? There's so many. Or is, is that not most of them? Exactly. So most of them have that. Why not just give them that same body, but now with much better internals? It's actually iPhone 11 internals. That's that's a good deal considering you're buying it in the US for four hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And look, all all other things aside, all all I'm trying to say is, if this continues, then great, because these aren't the only phones of this caliber around. Okay, you've got your Chinese Redmi's and Xiaomi's also jumping in there with phones that are three fifty or four fifty. And also have amazing specs, arguably way better specs yeah. than than flagships. And you mentioned, and you mentioned Samsung Galaxy A. A fifty one, exactly the A fifty one. Which look, the A fifty one, I could say is honestly better than anyone using a Galaxy S eight or nine right now. It's honestly a better phone. So again, also three fifty four hundred four fifty dollars. That's for me, that's proof that, to a larger extent, the, the larger amount of smartphone innovation is really beginning to happen around that 400 to $500 space rather than in your $1,000 upward space. And, of course, there's, there's your exceptions, right? Uh, Tabio, you're a film, filmmaker. The Sony Xperia yeah. 1 Mark II is amazing for you. It's arguably oh, the yeah. perfect phone for you. Yeah, but yeah. it's going for 1.2. Yeah, yeah. You might not be, but you then, probably yeah. can't buy that on a student's budget. But if you've got something well, yeah. like an A51, which has pretty good three camera setup, you load Google camera onto that, and you've got something that takes a pretty good camera setup to being a pretty great camera setup, you, you kind of set up, you know? Well, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, you kind of good to go. I've always wanted to be on one. Exactly. Sure. Anyway, I'm calling it now. We start small. Turn it up at night. <laughs> yeah, so we start said, small. Yeah. When Shifa is back here, I'll get like a production set. Okay, Dusha. Uh, I've got, I've got plans. I've set design in mind, all that stuff. Oh, so you're going to share, share this with us or how far? Did you just speak like an American and go yeah. TZP? Dude, I watch way too much American TV, okay? Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. What, what, what do you call um, the, the, what's it called? The Galaxy phone, the, the one that's like a flip phone, but it's foldable. What do you call it? What do you call it? 
I don't call it Jack. I just think it's just a flip, a galaxy, like a No, it's form. called Galaxy Z Flip. You call it the Galaxy Z Flip. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. No, I wouldn't say Z Flip. You all just troll me at this point. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say Z Flip. Z Flip. You people. Okay. Is it no. <laughs> that the way you pronounce your Z's, though? Zebra. Do you know what? It, it depends. Zebra. It depends. She is a yeah. zebra, by the way. You're saying. What's, what's, the, what's, the most, what's the most recent? What's the most recent American show you've been watching? I will, it's more movies actually than shows. I'm not a series type of person, even though Clint is trying to get me on one. So, um, if, if we're talking Which one am I trying to get you on now? Because with you, it's an endless Which one is it trying to get you on? I'll tell you if it's good. Scrubs is the one he's trying to get me Scrubs on. Scrubs is awesome. What? Greatest you, comedy yeah, of all time. Oh, my word. Can I hang up right now, Clint? I'm going to hang up right now. I cannot <laughs> talk to her. Can I hang up? <laughs> she hasn't watched Scrubs. What? Okay, oh. hey, hey, I hey. <laughs> I've watched it. I've watched it. Not all of it. Oh, you have? But, oh. Yes, but I've watched it. And uh, I like four. Yeah, the ones I like, like but, num- but. numbers and ball and things like that. I, I'm more into movies and feature film and things like that. So, you know, 10 years, was it even uh, 10 years? 10 years of Avengers and like Marvel movies and being immersed into that world will do things oh, to you. Oh, you're a Marvel fan. Yeah. Dude, I watch every premiere with her, man. Yeah. Wait, you guys realize we're recording right now, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to cut this out. But uh, anyway, uh, thanks for everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, We will definitely leave everyone's details. You know what? Now, uh, you guys leave your um, Twitter handles here at least, but uh, we'll leave those details in the description. But for me, it's at Clintroy underscore MKT. Though I would definitely say go follow at Perspective Zen. That's definitely the account you want to be following more. At Tapiwa, how about you? Um, it's at Tapiwa Nashi thirty six on all social media platforms. Oh, she's dropping everything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, mine is except TikTok. Mine is a bit because I'm not Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Do not get into TikTok right now, Tapio. Do not, please. Anyway, mine is a bit controversial right now, so I'll just, I'll just say what? Tis a thief. What? Let's just use tis a thief now. Look, full disclaimer. My name, my full disclosure. Right I did not know. That this person had a weird uh, Twitter name. Uh, we'll talk about that. We're very sorry. No, <laughs> We're it's, very it's, sorry. It's, it's a short. It's a short now, and it will be very short to a short audience. I'm not. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. But uh, no, yeah. I'm just joking. It's it's at Lord Alpha. No, let me just. Uh, it's at Lord Alpha for across every social media platform. Lord okay. Alpha. Okay, That's including Lord TikTok. Alpha. Where that name came from, and I'm not gonna say. I'm not. On, I'm, I do not have a TikTok account. <clears throat> How do you use it? I, you can. You can watch videos without having an account. Oh. Just watch them. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait till yeah. Microsoft owns them. Then I'll. I'll, I'll ask. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Jimberry you can was. Use your Google, you can you you can use your Google account. That's I, not I'm not. I'm not it, trust me, when Microsoft owns it, you won't be able to use your Google account anymore. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, to everybody who was listening, uh, thank you for tuning in. Definitely, uh, it's been a crazy time. You can tell. I mean, look at who I was dealing with. But uh, yeah, tune in next week. We're definitely trying to get back to a proper weekly format. And yeah, check out the Zimbabwean yeah, Perspective. Yeah. There's tons and tons of articles there for you to check out about Zimbabwean lives, take how the two intermingle, and so on and so forth. And yeah, check us out on all our socials. Uh, great. See you guys in the next one. What are you doing here? Podcast over. Press next.